there, my name's Zena from Zena's Suitcase, and if you've not heard of me before, I write a blog, which funnily enough is called Zena's Suitcase, and you can also find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and Facebook, all under the title of Zena's Suitcase. I've actually been blogging for over four years now, but I've been wanting to make a podcast for so long, so this is my very first episode. So, Thank you so much for listening in. I had something I really, really wanted to talk about, so it seemed like as good a time to start as any. I published a blog post um, this week about a trip that I took with my daughters to Albufeira in Portugal. It was, we were going to go for five nights, and it was that first week in January the second part of the school holidays and it's a great time to get some winter sun. We just wanted some sunshine to play on the beach and explore the local area. I got an awesome deal on this holiday to be fair. I booked through Sun Master Holidays and I got five nights all inclusive with our flights and our transfers from our local airport for £610. I knew the hotel was going to be basic. I didn't have a problem with that. I was more interested in the weather, being by the beach and visiting Portugal because we hadn't been to Portugal before. Anyway, the time comes for our holiday and unfortunately our flight time was in the afternoon and the kids were so excited all day. They probably got told off a hundred times and it was an absolute relief to be in that plane seat, to have the tablets plugged in and to have them busy watching their stuff and get on our way. We arrived in the dark, which it's, I don't think that is ever great for going on holiday because you just can't get your bearings as quickly and nothing looks shiny in the dark, does it? You want to kind of know where you're at and see if it's what a beautiful place it is and just get a feel for what's going on. But it was dark, so that didn't help. We walked into the reception and as I approached the reception with my girls, there was a man talking to the receptionist. He was talking about being ill and he was talking about a number of people being ill. He talked to the receptionist who said, yep, they had had about 130 people be ill at this particular hotel before we arrived. I heard this entire conversation and clearly I was feeling a bit nervous. I was on my holiday on my own with a six and four year old and the thought of any one of us becoming ill was a concern. If I was ill, that was going to make it difficult for the kids. If the kids were ill, that was going to make the holiday difficult. I was just not looking forward to it. But I I basically did that. I took a deep breath. I was like, let's get on with it. There's nothing we can do about it now. We're here. Let's just keep everything crossed. I checked in and I did confirm with the lady who I was checking in with. I said, is everyone at the hotel sick? She said, a lot of people are sick, but don't worry about it. That was easy for her to say. She hadn't just arrived with her two daughters wanting, you know, a relatively short break in the sunshine, you know, hassle free anyway. We carried on and we were taken, you know, the concierge took us to our apartment as it was and As we walked down the steps, somebody had been sick all over the stairs and it hadn't been cleared up. Now, the problem is, especially if it's norovirus, it is so contagious and basically all the spores fly up into the air and you take it in. And if you are going to be susceptible, you're probably going to catch it. 
So that didn't fill me with joy anyway. So we've had the man at the reception desk and we've had the sick on the stairs. We go, leave our cases. I'm like, well, we need to go to the restaurant because we want some supper before we settle in for the night. So we make our way back to the restaurant. As we walk to the restaurant, we pass a lady carrying a bowl of soup. Now, I didn't really talk to her, but I think she was just conscious that she didn't want to spill this bowl of soup. And she was like, oh, I'm really sorry, excuse me, Um, I've just got to take this bowl of soup to my friend who is sick in the room and can't leave. This all happened within half an hour of each other. So I am starting to feel a little bit anxious about the fact that there is a possibility that we might get sick. But, you know, I'm hoping that the hotel has it in hand. What I expect to see when a hotel, and this was the Monica Isabel Beach Club Hotel in Albufeira, by the way, what I expect to see is, yes, we have a problem, winter flu, norovirus is here, But we are putting these steps in place. We want you as guests to do that. And that will help us keep you safe. That is what I wanted to see. Unfortunately, that wasn't really what happened. And they were, it was interesting. The next, I spoke to um, a guy at reception. I was like, you know how everyone's been sick? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, well, if I, I know everyone's been sick, I expect you to know everybody's been sick. So I'm surprised by that comment. And I continued on with whatever it was that I was discussing with him about the, about the illness. And another member of staff who actually helped us, we had to change rooms. I'll get to that part of the story in a minute. So another member of staff said to me, oh, you know, there's something going around Albafira. I was like, do you think I was born yesterday? Regardless of whether there's something going around this particular town, the problem is this is an environment where illnesses strike and they are easily spread because people are sharing, using the same toilets, using the same restaurant. It's just set up for it to spread like wildfire. That's why, like, I've been on a cruise, for example, and they had norovirus on this cruise. And basically, if you had norovirus, you had to stay in your room. You were not allowed out. They have people at every restaurant stop making sure that everybody used the hand sanitizers before they went into the restaurant. They stopped self-service altogether. So you had to be served your food. Yes, it took a little bit more time, but it minimised the places that people could contract this bug. And so certainly on a cruise ship, you want to stop it spreading as quickly as possible so that everyone can go on and enjoy the rest of the holiday. At this hotel, that did not happen. So anyway, we carry on and we basically go to dinner Friday night about 6.30 and my youngest daughter starts to go downhill. And I know from that point that it's not going to end well at all. She's holding her stomach and she's going pale. I'm like, are you going to be sick? Pretty much, yes. We were pretty close to the toilet. We ran to the toilet and she was sick all over the toilet. Violently sick, to be honest. I went back to the table, gathered all our stuff, got my, uh, got Indy, who's six years old. It's like, right, we've got to go. She's just been sick. So we headed back out to the restaurant. As we left the restaurant, at the top of the stairs, the entrance to the restaurant, somebody had been sick all over 
the uh, floor, basically, and they'd thrown paper towels over it. Clearly, that was a step in order to, until someone could clean it up. But somebody needed to get to that pile of sick and clean it up quickly. And somebody needed to get into the toilet and clean the toilet. Because even though we'd flushed away the sick, unfortunately, the bug, even flushing the toilet, flares it up. And you need to scrub it all down. And you need to be cleaning toilets and places like that really quickly. I can't comment on whether they did or did not do those things because we had to leave. And we went to the room. So Brooklyn is very pale. It's like seven o'clock at night. The best thing for her to do is to get on the bed and kind of sleep through the parts when she's not being sick. But, you know, pretty much we went through the whole bed sheets, the towels, everything. About an hour and a half later, Indy starts being sick as well. So there's me in this room with these two kids, both being sick. Indy's eating a lot of red pepper. You can imagine what that sick looked like. It, it was pretty grim. They, they kind of got into unison. So, and I was just like, get your heads off the beds. Anyway, about half an hour after that, my daughter's trying to get to the toilet to be sick. Um, and then what happens is like there's water everywhere. Basically, water is pouring out of the heater in the kitchen and pouring out of the bathroom and there's about an inch of water over the floor and I was just like this really is not happening to us surely so I ring reception I say look um as well as now I've got two of my kids throwing up here um our room is covered in water the guy is like okay right we'll fix it puts the phone down two minutes later rings back he said look the room opposite you is free so we can move you straight into that. I'll bring the key over. You can pack your stuff up and we'll move you into there. And I was like, right, no, that's great. That's fine. You know, we can't stay in here. It's basically water over the floor and there's water pouring out. I turned the water off. To be honest, he didn't check to see that I'd done it properly. I thought I'd turned it off. And we went into our new room and we threw up over that as well. <laughs> so the girls were sick all night. We had a rubbish night's sleep. And I decided that I would make a decision about whether I called the doctor first thing in the morning. If they had been continuing to be sick, weren't keeping anything down, and there was a risk of dehydration, that would be the point that I spoke to the doctors. We they stopped being sick and we got ourselves ready and they were they were they had sore stomachs, but they were able to drink water, they'd stopped being sick, so it didn't feel like seeing a doctor was going to achieve anything at that point. We went to the reception and we said, look, um, our room is needs a thorough clean. They've been sick over everything. You know, you need to mop. Everything needs to be scrubbed. So they made a note of that. And to be fair, they did go in and clean that room quicker than they had been cleaning it on the previous other days. Probably the reason why they were taking so long to get to our room to clean it on the other days was because they were cleaning up some sick somewhere else. Anyway. Obviously, from that, I was a bit more mindful about what was happening in the hotel, and nobody was making sure people used the hand sanitizers. When we came into the restaurant, on two separate occasions, the hand sanitizers, there was no foam coming out, and I don't know whether it just didn't work or whether it wasn't full, but there wasn't any stuff. And I watched, we always sat quite near the entrance, and we could see that people were walking in, and they were taking stuff, they had food trays kind of takeaway boxes ready because they knew people were having to come in and say can I get some food because we can't leave because we've got people in the room who are being ill there certainly was no 
obvious additional cleaning happening in the hotel apart from reacting to being sick, apart from, you know, obviously there'd be a morning clean for the toilets, but really the restaurants, the toilets, all the communal spaces needed to be cleaned more than once a day. And more steps needed to be taken to stop the spread of the virus. In the restaurants, one thing that was apparent to me, and this, regardless of whether you've got a bug in the hotel or not, is the tablecloths weren't being cleaned between each meal. So we were always the first, apart from the day the kids were sick, we would always be the first waiting to go into the dinner hall. Because as you probably all are familiar with, when you're in Europe, all the meal times are a little bit later. So meal times in the evening started at half past six. My kids have normally eaten by five o'clock. So we'd have to be there for half past six because, you know, normally their bedtime is seven, seven thirty. We would always be the first people to sit at a table and there was just food and dirt on the table. I was just like, really? I just expect it to be clean. I didn't expect the writs. I just expect it to be clean. So the other thing that kept happening was the plates weren't particularly clean. Like one day there was like a mushroom wedged into one of the plates. They'd come out of the dishwasher and it got food on it. And other people had complained. They'd noticed that the, however they were washing the dishes, it was not cleaning the plates appropriately. So it just didn't feel hygienic. And the other thing that should have changed really was our knives and forks would be set at the table but the spoons were in a basket so if you wanted to go and get dessert you get dessert and you pick up a spoon another place that easily you can transfer germs between one another um after my kids were sick so bearing in mind we arrived on the wednesday my kids are sick on the friday they'd already had 130 people be sick after my kids were sick, they started to put the spoons for desserts into paper bags so that you weren't physically touching each spoon. I'm not sure what that achieved because you still had to touch the paper bag. Really, little things like making putting the spoons on the table just for that period and serving the food just for that period would have prevented... It may not have prevented my kids being sick, and that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is I really want to see hotels or anyone not try and brush it under the carpet and hope it goes away but you have to have an action plan and be honest with the guests and say look we have a problem it's that time of year it's that time of year when a bug like this is going to whip round a hotel but by doing these things we might be inconveniencing you slightly but it will help us get on top of this so that we can reduce the number of people who get sick and we can ensure that you get on with your holiday. Because they didn't do enough, I don't know whether it would have changed the fact that my daughters were to get sick. Obviously, they're children, they're more prone to viruses and bugs. And what's strange is I didn't get sick. Fortunately, I didn't get sick, but they both got sick on the same night, which one was helpful as well. We got it out of the way. I say we got it out of the way. They were in unison. It was fine. You know, they had sore stomachs. They didn't eat anything. They wouldn't touch anything in the restaurant again, apart from chips. Um, and that's that's okay. I could live with that. Um, unfortunately, on the last day, so we were leaving on the Monday. We had a late flight back, so we weren't going to leave the hotel till two thirty that morning at breakfast. 
Brooke went downhill again, like she was going to go through the virus again. So she just went really lethargic. She fell asleep after breakfast. And come on, four-year-olds do not fall asleep after breakfast. And we were actually sat in the reception because I was just jumped onto the Wi-Fi to get some work done. And she's fallen asleep. And then we just prior to that, she said, oh, my tummy hurts, I feel a bit sick. And I was like, well, let's go to the toilet quickly. She fortunately, she wasn't sick. And the hotel, I went to the reception, I said, look, you know, they, she could see her. She's like practically asleep over there. She's not well again. And, you know, I thought that was unusual. And we agreed that was unusual for somebody to have a second kind of hit of it. But she clearly wasn't well. We were meant to be flying that afternoon and I was not looking forward to being that person on the Ryanair flight back to East Midlands Airport saying, we need like 10 sick bags. It would, it just would not have been pleasant. Anyway, the hotel staff agreed to let us check out of our room at 2.30 when we were going to be picked up to be taken back. The kids just needed to rest. Fortunately, with a bit of rest, watching the tablets, Brooke did come round but that was not how I wanted to spend my last day we were right on the beach I was hoping that we could just you know spend some time in the sunshine not cooped up in our hotel room and enjoy the last bit of our holiday that was the point of that and what actually ended up happening was the kids lay in bed Brooke wasn't feeling great and they they just wanted to chill out because they had they'd been ill and I was like come on kids how about we just go to the beach it's just down the hill no, they were not having it. I don't take on a day trip. I don't take on anything strenuous. And I did walk past where there was like a tourist place and you could book day trips. But they were all a bit like Jeep safaris and boat trips. And I just thought, there's no way. If these kids are feeling a little bit off colour, a boat trip and being bounced around in some kind of Jeep bus thing is not going to help them. So it really changed the experience that we had. And unfortunately, I had no faith that the hotel was dealing with it. I came home, I reported it to the hotel while I was there. I reported it to my, the people I bought the holiday from. And I came back and I made a complaint because I felt quite strongly that I don't care, you know, when everything's great and everything's going smoothly, because, you know, I'd have, I'd have been like, this is the best holiday, not the best holiday, but I'd have been, I got what I wanted. I got some sunshine. I was on the beach. I had a lovely time with my kids. Yeah, the hotel was basic, but I paid 600 quid. It, that's what I was after. What I wanted to see was when they have a problem is to one, take ownership, admit it and deal with it. This hotel were just brushing it under the carpet. I think if I hadn't have happened to have been a party to the conversation where the man was talking about being ill, you know, I'd have not been any the wiser. I spoke to another family, their son had been really sick, he wouldn't go back in the restaurant. We couldn't, it wasn't that the restaurant, whether I know for sure the restaurant caused the problem, but the restaurant was where it was spreading or the communal spaces were where it was spreading. People weren't being given advice. To be honest, we should have stayed in our room for like 24 hours or or not gone to the communal spaces after they'd been sick. But they, they didn't stop us. And to be honest, we needed to eat. So 
they did do some good things. They did, they swapped our room. They did bring us water when the kids were sick. So I wanted to make sure they were hydrated. And to be fair, the guy bought me a bottle of wine. I was like, look, I'm all inclusive. I'm here by myself. I can't leave this room. At least bring me a bottle of wine to get through this night. So, you know, from that perspective, they did those things, but they didn't step up with dealing the pro- with the problem. I have complained to them and pretty much the response that's come back has been the same. It's been, you know, we're sorry your kids were sick, but we didn't have a problem at this hotel and we keep it clean. I was like, no, you didn't. So I've gone back to them and I've said how unhappy I am and I'll be interested to see what they think. And I just wanted to know, you know, I've never had this situation where somebody has just not dealt with a situation like this. And it's a shame because if families are booking, I want to know that if a family books a holiday in a hotel or any kind of provider, that if they had a problem, that they would deal with it. And you don't necessarily get to see that until there's a problem. But the Monica Isabel Beach Club in Albufeira, Portugal, does not know how to deal with a problem and does not know good customer service. So I've written a whole blog post on it and I just thought I'd come and have a rant and I feel so much better for having a rant about it. And, you know, if you are thinking about a holiday in Portugal or you know someone who's thinking about a holiday in Portugal, particularly going to Albufeira, my advice to you is don't go to the Monica Isabel Beach Club. I would go, the Monica Isabel Beach Club is right at one end of Albufeira and the opposite end is the Old Town, which I would say is the more interesting part and you've got more things going on. You don't need to go all inclusive here. There's loads of restaurants, there's loads of cafes and places selling really cheap, reasonable priced food and drink. Obviously there's shops and things, so if you were going self-catering, if I went back there, I certainly would not... Um, stay at the Monica Isabel Beach Club because of their customer service and how they deal with problems. I would not stay at that end of the beach again because I think it would be would have been more beneficial to, for us to be at the old town. And the beach is really accessible. The beach there is beautiful. And we did get to spend a bit of time on there. And there was like a land train. I've written a post on that, which I can put in the links below. And we could catch that and we went on that and that was like our day out. The kids were, were quite happy. Yeah, I just want to go on the train, go around, perhaps get off, go and buy a chupa chup because that's what floats their boat and come back. I would definitely go back to the area. I definitely would not go back to that hotel and I wouldn't be so worried about having a hotel on the beach because it's a small place and you could get to the beach quite easily, probably from any part of, of Albufeira. Thank you so much for listening to my first podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please do share it with anyone who might be taking a break to Albufeira in particular or Portugal. Some of this insight might be helpful to them. Thank you again for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will be back to speak to you soon.